This is Daryl Wood, host of Run to Win, the Daryl Wood Show on Faith Talk 1500. First, let me say this show is your show. That's why no matter what I discuss or which guests I interview, your input is value. If it's in the news, on TV, or at the movies, whether political, social, economic, or whatever, at some point I'm talking about it on Run to Win, the Daryl Wood Show, Monday through Thursday from 4 to 6 p.m. on Faith Talk 1500. Looking for more than just a job? Look in the right place. For a career that inspires you, visit ChristianJobs.com. That's ChristianJobs.com. Do you have a heart for God and nations? Join the discipleship course called Perspectives and discover God's heart for the nations to redeem people unto himself from every tribe, tongue, and nation for his glory. Perspectives will give you a deeper understanding of God's story and his desire for you to be a part of it, bringing the gospel to groups that have yet to receive it. The course starts on September 13th and runs through January 10th at Highland Park Baptist Church, 28600 Losser Road in Southfield. For more information, call Richard at 248-885-2967. That's 248-885-2967. Or go online to highlandparkbaptist.com. Call today, 248-885-2967, or go to highlandparkbaptist.com. That's highlandparkbaptist.com, or call Richard at 248-885-2967. 248-885-2967. You want to feel connected. Informed, included, inspired. So when important things happen, we're here. Your local radio and TV broadcasters. America's number one source for news, weather, and information. On your radio, TV, computer, tablet, and smartphone. We are broadcasters. Always here for you, wherever here may be. Tell Washington local stations matter by texting radio to 52886. Furnished by NAB and this station, message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Peter Nielsen, and I'm excited to say that my new home for Peter's Principles Radio is right here on Faith Talk 1500. Join me every Saturday at 12 noon so we can truly get better together. Peter's Principles is really about one word. It's about God's hope. And to me, hope means having optimum positive emotions about something that seems nearly impossible. Join me every Saturday at 12 noon so we can finish the race strong together. Ramsey Solutions presents Chris Brown's True Stewardship. What if American households today got serious about stewardship? Not some old historic church word and not some fundraising campaign, but true biblical stewardship, managing God's blessings, God's way for God's glory. Welcome to Chris Brown's True Stewardship. Here's your host, Chris Brown. Coming to you from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, this is Chris Brown's True Stewardship where we talk about the good, the bad, and the not-so-brilliant things that we do in life and with money. We are reclaiming stewardship. God has a lot to say about money and about living this life intentionally for His glory. More about that at stewardship.com. And uh, while you're there, check out this new resource called Chris Recommends. You'll find articles by me and by other writers. And you can find out more about Financial Peace University or endorse local providers and our great books. Again, click on Chris Recommends at stewardship.com. The phone lines are open. Call us at 866-357-3283. Again, that's 866-357-3283. 
We've got Ray on the phone from St. Joseph. Ray, how you doing? I'm doing okay. Good. How can I help you today? Well, I'm just curious to get some information as much as I can uh, involving uh, this concept of reverse mortgages. Uh, I don't know exactly uh, how many ways they are supposed to help people. I assume my wife and I are looking at one of these, and we've been sold a bill of goods by the sellers that uh, this is the right way to go for people in our position. Hmm. And that position is maybe uh, we got into our retirement years uh, without doing all of the things that Dave tells everybody to do, like paying off your mortgage early and driving a two-year-old car and all those wonderful things that yeah. work. But we didn't do them, so what about us? You know, is a reverse mortgage of any value to somebody in our position? What's your current mortgage, Ray? Uh, like two hundred and fifty thousand okay. dollars. And what's that current payment? Eleven hundred and twenty-one dollars a month. And what what's the retirement income you're working on? What are you living on? Uh, well, we live on Social Security. I have some IRAs, not as much as I should have, but uh, we get about sixty thousand dollars out of our Social Security and our IRAs. And I do a part-time job still, believe it or not. What's the value of the home? Uh, we hope four hundred and fifty thousand. We had it appraised in two thousand nine, and that's what it appraised for. Hopefully it's still worth that. Maybe a little more, but we don't know. For sure. Right, right. And uh, any emotional ties to the property? Lived there for a long time? Family memories? No, not really. Ten-year-old uh, house. We had it built. It's on the river in St. Joe. And our kids are, well, they like to come and visit, but they I don't think anybody is, has any uh, ideas about wanting to hang on to this house after we're uh, out oh, of the picture. Well, one thing you have done great is you've got $200,000 in equity. So I would downsize your home. I would move out. Uh, the, the reverse mortgage is not a good product. Um, the best way to get out of a hole, well, is to stop digging. And uh, reverse mortgage is just digging further into debt and uh, taking on more debt that you're not really planning on paying off. Uh, it's just delaying debt. So I don't, I don't like it. They do have um, misleading advertising, and it's... Um, it appears to be appealing, but they've got crazy fees. It's just a very, very poor product. And um, just based on Ecclesiastes 5.5, it says it's better to not make a vow than to make one and not fulfill it. That's why I would make that decision to not do a reverse mortgage. But I would downsize your home, and um, you very well could have no mortgage uh, within the next couple months, next two or three months if you downsize. That's certainly been a consideration of ours, and what we're trying to do is figure out what is the best option. I think that's a really good one, and you just you get the complete mortgage debt out of your life. So I love it. And, uh, you know, we've got our endorsed local providers, our real estate division. If you, uh, if you need some help with that, you can just go to stewardship.com, and they can walk you through your options. We'll certainly put that on the, on the docket, and I thank you very much for your help. Next, we have Louise on the phone calling in from Indiana. Louise, how are you? Hi, I'm great. How are you? Uh, I am very thankful. How can I serve you? My question is, how can we, my husband and I, negotiate this seemingly untenable situation? <laughs> for over 10 years, I've been encouraging my husband to become a provider for our family and find a job with an income to sustain us. And when we discuss this issue, our communications break down entirely, and it has worn a deep, painful path mm. in our marriage. Um, my husband... His debilitating fear of change has really shaken our marriage to the core. Uh, and at times I've become emotionally disconnected from him 
due to his inability to respond to the issue. And the issue is, I feel and I have felt for over 10 years that it is my God-given vocation to be home raising our six children. And their ages are 10 months to 13 years old, and one of them is on the autism spectrum. What, so tell me, what, what does one of these discussions look like? Like just the brief version of just the overall feel of these discussions. At first, they were complete breakdowns, uh, sleeping in separate areas, very bad. And over time, I've had to soften and step back and pray. And now they're more, he's listening. I'm not saying a lot, but yet he still is suspended in his attempts to find another job. What does he do? He's an electrical engineer technology person who repairs circuit boards and machinery electronics. The uh, tone in your voice uh, speaks to frustration. Um, and I'm not going to tell you it's justified or not justified. Based on what you've told me, I can see the, un I can understand the frustration. Uh, let me give you a little bit of perspective. Mm -hmm. um, the average income in America is $48,600 a year. What does he make? He makes 47000 Okay. So his ability to provide isn't necessarily an income issue. It might be an expense issue, which comes along with six children and one special needs. Um, and um, and really a choice to have six children and one spouse stay at home. Those are all, they're not bad decisions. They're just decisions that just need to be managed. His, mm -hmm. his, his income actually is very near the average. Uh, and I would think that uh, in that section of Indiana, it's not necessarily, um, it's not that crazy of a low income. Um if I were to give you some advice based on your tone, I would say less focus on job and income, those words, job and income, and I would focus more on dreams and visions for the future and more inspiring and motivating, possibly even help him in his current role somehow. That's a difficult industry to help him in uh, as a stay-at-home mom. But um, you really need to get him from – feeling like he has to, to he wants to. Mm -hmm. um, and, and spiritually, the way I would tell you to do that is found in Romans 4.17. It says, as it is written, I have made you a father of many nations. He is our father in the sight of God in whom he believed. The God who gives life to the dead and calls into being things that were not. And that might be confusing at first to hear that verse. The tail end of that verse says, the God who gives life to the dead and calls into being things that were not. When you call things into being, um, that phrase is referring to an instance where, where Paul had just cited when uh, God changed Abram's name to Abraham. And the name Abram means high father, and the name Abraham means father of a multitude. The Lord changed Abram's name. Don't, don't miss this. The Lord changed Abram's name to Abraham one year before the birth of Isaac, before he had any children. So what he did was he confessed that Abraham was the father of a multitude before it happened, before it happened. And this illustrates God's faith. 
you're obviously not God, but God says things are so before there is a physical proof that they are so. The same thing was done in creation. God spoke everything into existence, and then it was so. He spoke light into existence, and then four days later created the source for that light to come from. And God has given us the power to create with faith-filled words. We see that in Proverbs 18.21. The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. I totally get, Luis, that you are frustrated. But I'm, the, the, the core need for a man is to feel respected. And you're going to get further faster by speaking life into him, speaking things that are not even there yet, and saying, you are this, you are that. There's tons of power in the tongue. And I'm just telling you, if you want the results that you want, you're going to get further faster by speaking life into him. And I know this is ultimately his, I mean, it's, I'm not saying this is your fault. If he's got a capacity to steward skills in his life to make sixty-seven to eighty, a hundred thousand dollars a year, and he's not leveraging those, that is a stewardship issue on his part. He's not leveraging his skills and his talents. So I'm not blaming you. I'm just trying to mm-hmm. help you with some some good ways to to sure. get the results that you're looking for, and that is to speak into his life. I know my wife has done this for me. Yeah. I, you, uh, many of our listeners know the past that I came from. And I know that I know that I know the responsibility and the impact that I have now as a professional and as a minister is because my wife has called this stuff out on me for years. Mm. And so it's hard for me to talk about this kind of stuff because it means so much to me. But I, I encourage you, give it some time. Don't do it just one time, but for maybe a month, maybe three months, maybe six months and see what happens to his spirit. He will be inspired to go out there and make you proud because you believe in him. And that's the advice that I would give. And as always, a reminder that uh, you can email in at chrisonair at stewardship.com, chrisonair at stewardship.com, or call me at 866-357-3283. That's 866-357-3283. Give us a call. This email comes in from Hector. He says, I have a rental property in San Antonio, Texas. The house is worth $175,000 and has no mortgage. I also have my primary residence I just bought in April of 15 with a 30-year loan at 3.7% fixed rate. My loan balance is $172,000. What should I do? Well, Hector, what I would do is I would sell the rental and I would pay off your primary. I would sell off the 175000 that you're probably getting $1,200 to $1,500 a month on. You'd probably get about a 160 net on that sale, and I would apply that towards my primary residence. And, uh, and then you're probably going to have to come up with another 12000 or so to pay off your primary. But what that's going to allow you to do, and the reason why I would do that, it's going to save you twelve dollars to $1,500 on your mortgage payment that you're paying every month. So it's going to be a wash when it comes to that. You're going to lose twelve dollars to $1,500 in rental income, but you're going to not have to pay twelve dollars to $1,500 in primary mortgage costs. But in addition to that, you're going to save right around $110,000 in interest payments over the next 30 years. You break that down, it's about $300 a month. So it's as if you're going to be getting $300 more a month. Or you could say it'd be like getting a renter for $1,800 a month instead of $1,500 a month. 
It's a $300 net per month. And you have no debt in your life. How beautiful is that? So, Hector, that's what I would do, my friend. Well, folks, we are talking about living smart with our money. Now is the perfect time to start living smart with your money. You just need a plan that works. Financial Peace University offers practical and easy-to-follow steps that have helped over 2.5 million families get out of debt and learn how to handle money God's way. You can take Financial Peace University in a local class or as a home study or online. Take the first step towards changing your future with Financial Peace University and visit stewardship.com. That's stewardship.com. Or call us at 866-357-3283. Again, that's 866-357-3283. We appreciate you joining us for Chris Brown's True Stewardship. If you have a question for Chris, email him at chrisonair at stewardship.com. That's chrisonair at stewardship.com. Or call them at 866-357-3283. That's 866-357-3283. Now we continue with Chris Brown's True Stewardship. Here's Chris. Our next caller is Amadi calling in from Compton, California. Amadi, how are you doing? I am doing just fine. How about yourself? I'm very, very thankful. How can I help you today? I am in $30,000 of debt, and I wanted to know, is debt consolidation or uh, refinancing a good option for me as I do have I have an FHA loan mm-hmm. on my house and uh, well, I have PMI and I've been a lot of people have been calling me saying we can get rid of your PMI and you don't have to refinance you can um, basically convert from a FHA to a conventional loan and I want to I want to be wise in this. I want to be a good steward of the funds that I do have, and so I'm seeing that I'm spending money that I don't necessarily have to with the PMI that I have. I want to know what is a good option for me to stop paying that and reduce the mortgage and okay and continue to get out of debt. Yeah, is there so is it? Um, there's a question about consolidation of consumer debt and another question about refinancing some mortgage debt. Yes, the consumer debt is a student loan and then credit cards, totaling about thirty grand. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm I've been doing the uh, debt snowball thing, and I'm knocking things down. And I honestly recently started, like probably in April. So, but it's going well. It's going well. And so now I want to know about also because if I if I can reduce the PMI, that's more money I can put towards my debt and knock it down even faster. The consolidation of the consumer debt, I would say you don't need to do that. Um, You're doing well on your own. And anything they're going to do for you, you could do for yourself. Gotcha. So write consolidation down on a piece of paper, put a line through it, and put elimination below it. (laughs) Uh, You're worried about elimination, not consolidation. So, you know, consolidating, if you want to consolidate it and go from two to one or three to two, um, then remove one by paying it off. (laughs) So... Um, what you're craving is you're craving order and organization. And, um, first Corinthians chapter 14, verse 40 says, but all things should be done decently and in order. So it's completely fine that you are uh, wanting that, but you can do that on your own. Now, when it comes to the refi, um, yeah, if you can avoid, uh, the PMI, that's great. And try to look into that. See if you can go to the conventional instead of the FHA, just make sure this is the big, you know, make sure they're not tacking on a ton of fees. It's not going to cost you ten grand to do it. Right. Um, and you do a cost analysis. If they're going to charge you three grand for the for the conversion and, and origination fees and all those kind of things, just make sure 
that you're going to be paying on the property long enough and your payments are going to be less than two or three hundred dollars less a month and that's going to pay off in the end if it's not going to pay off don't do it but um, the best way to get out of your mortgage too is not this refi i mean that might it might just make mathematical sense but to get out of your mortgage is to do the same thing you're doing with your consumer debt and pay the mess out of it gotcha because currently i am renting the house out and i'm affecting my debt so that's helping me with my debt and things like that and uh, i'm just trying to see all the options because i know there's wisdom in okay because this company called me i didn't call them and so i'm always kind of leery of that you know if i'm not looking for the help and people are offering yeah that's wise i I, I like your intuition there what just so curiosity what is the loan to value what's the value of the home and what do you owe uh the value of the home is two hundred thousand. i owe I'm looking at a statement now. I believe just over 180,000 is what I owe. Mm, okay. Yeah, it's going to be right. I mean, it's going to be right on that fence as far as PMI on on what FHA allows and um and what conventional allows because typically it's 20% loan to value um or 80%, I mean, um 20% okay. paid off. And um you, some FHA programs will allow um I mean, conventional will allow you to do 10%, and that's probably what they're talking about because you just hit the 10% mark. So that's yeah, yeah, that's the reason why is because you hit, you, you've paid, you've paid off 20 out of 200. So you're right at that 10% mm-hmm. mark. So that's what's happening. But I, I think you investigate it. If it's, right. if it's going to only save you a hundred dollars a month, but they're going to tack on 10 grand on the end of your account or the end of your, your, um, end of your mortgage, then I'm, that's crazy. So yeah, that's not worth it. Yeah. So just do the cost analysis and if it works, it works, but uh, keep paying off that debt. You're doing great. Thank you very much. That yeah. is very helpful. All right. Thank you, Amadi. All right, that was cool. I love seeing that. I love, you know, I, that intuition just, I don't know. And is this person calling for my benefit or is this person uh, calling to um, take advantage of a possible opportunity um, to take me for a ride? So I love the fact that, um, you know, his antenna went up. I love that. All right, we have Sylvia calling in from Sacramento. Sylvia, how you doing? I'm fine, thank you. Well, good. How can I help you? Um, I was actually calling because um, we um, are on baby step number one, and we have O on a car that we owe more than what it's worth, and um, we really need the car, but we can't afford to pay it off in the time that is suggested. Dave Ramsey mentions if you can't pay it off within the 22 months, then um, we should probably get rid of it to get out of debt fastest, so I was just wondering what we should do. We do, we do have a second car, but it's on its last leg. Do you have any other debt? Uh, yeah, we have about, I want to say, around fifteen grand in credit cards and loans. What's the car worth? Um, a private sale, it says thirteen. And what do you owe? A fifteen four. Okay. And do you have any money in savings? None. All right. Now, do, are you guys living on a budget? Uh, we are. Okay. What does that budget process look like for you guys? We sit down before it hits the account, and we decide where it's going to go from that point. Um, because it's, um, uh, he's the only one working. We're a family of five, so it kind of fluctuates. It's never the same. Okay. Um, so we have to visit it every every month, okay. uh, twice, twice a month. All right. Well, you know, what I would do is I would sell the car, um, but you're going to have to get a loan to make the difference. So you get a loan for looks like roughly around uh, $3,400, which should be a loan for uh, $2,400 to cover the gap. Uh, between what you owe and what it's worth, and, uh, and then another thousand dollars for a um, thousand dollar beater is what we call them, and it's just enough to get around point A to point B. 
So it'd be about a $3,400 loan, and I would just probably check first uh, with your bank or some kind of credit union. I would start there, and then you now owe $3,400 instead of owing $15,400. And so you really just made a $8,000 decision in the in the favorable direction. So that's what I would do. I think the the bigger issue is your your risky position that you're in. You've got to get out of debt as soon as possible, um, which this obviously will help with that. And then you got to get some money in that savings account so that you don't go any further in the debt. So, but that, that's what I would do. Um, get a little small loan to, to cover the difference. And uh, I think the uh, total of um, how you said fifteen thousand total in debt. Uh, you might be able to tackle that. What's your income? Um, about thirty-five, uh, between thirty-five and forty a year. But we also have a newborn and eleven-month-old, so that's not only concerned with riding a feeder if like something happens. Mm-hmm. While driving, I'm stuck with three little ones, three little ones under five. Yeah. Do you have uh, some kind of AAA or roadside that would make sure that no, you stay we safe? Have to invest in that if we got a thousand dollar vehicle. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like a hundred dollars a year to to make sure you stay safe. Uh, rather than right okay. now, you're paying fifteen thousand a year to stay safe. Uh-huh. Um, uh, right. So it's a big difference. Um, you know, and then a lot of times you can just have roadside on your insurance, it's like for a dollar a month. You can tack on a dollar a month onto your insurance cost and have some kind of roadside so you can stay safe. But, yeah, I would definitely um, – safety is important. Okay, so do you suggest selling it on our own or maybe taking it to, like, CarMax and letting them sell it for us? Yeah, I'm glad you asked that for our listeners as well. Uh, you definitely want to sell it yourself. You're going to get uh, – okay. for that for that dollar amount of a car, you're probably going to get an extra $2,000 if you do it yourself. The trade-in value, they've got to make sure they can resell it and make a profit, so they're not going to give you as much. It's not that they're bad people, but now they have some kind of inventory they weren't, they weren't really planning on having, so they got to make some profit off of it. So uh, sell it yourself, and uh, it'll take a little bit more energy, but um, you know, it'll take you maybe two or three hours, more, more time to do it that way. But for $2,000, it's pretty good dollars per hour. Okay, awesome. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks, Sylvia. Have a great day. That wraps up this edition of Chris Brown's True Stewardship, brought to you by Ramsey Solutions. Now, this is normally the point in radio shows where the show host asks you, the show listener, for your financial support. But we're here as a free service. But in order to be able to keep providing this free service, we need you to help by telling your friends and family to listen to the show and to check out stewardship.com. And while you're at stewardship.com, remember, check out our new resource called Chris Recommends. You'll find articles by me, you'll find articles by other writers, and you can find out more about Financial Peace University or our endorsed local providers. And of course, all of our life-changing books. And for you podcast listeners, would you consider leaving a review on iTunes? Stay connected with me at Chris Brown on air on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. It's been an honor to serve you. Today, we've been reminded that God has a lot to say about money. So let's continue to manage his blessings, his way, and for his glory. God bless you.
more than a thousand chapters and 30,000 verses, but you can do it. Read the entire Bible with Bible in a Year, totally interactive, totally free at BibleStudyTools.com. Half Price Heroes, here's the latest from TheIdealDepot.com. New grads and those who want to complete your degree, here's a great chance to do it. Rochester College, the highly respected Christian college in beautiful Rochester, Michigan, has just announced two 50% off college tuition vouchers, $5,000 worth of Rochester College tuition value for just $2,500. That's right, 50% off college tuition at Rochester College. If you or someone you love is having trouble managing the cost of college and who isn't, this is the answer. It's Rochester College, excellent education in a Christian environment, great teachers, great campus right around the corner, and now 50% off with this tuition voucher. Important restrictions apply, so read those carefully only at theidealdepot.com, or you can call me for more info, Chris McCourtney, 248-581-1222. Do you want the best rates on term life insurance? Then remember this number, 800 800- 989-1415. Protect your family with 250000 or more in term life insurance coverage and save up to 75%. Rates are lower than they have ever been. So now is the best time to protect your family with quality term life insurance. Call now for your free quote, 800-989-1415. We'll shop the top-rated insurance companies to get you the best rates from companies you can count on. So don't wait any longer. Call now for the lowest rates ever and save up to 75